0: everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's few things as awesome when you're a kid as cartoons. And I'm not just talking like Saturday morning type cartoons. Don't get me wrong. Pound for pound, your best cartoons were when I was a kid, Saturday morning from 6 to about 10, 10.30. By 11, it kind of started to phase out. But it's like you owned it at that time. And it was just a better time, mainly because it's... Like when people talk about the good old days, it wasn't that they were good or better. It's just that there was a different vibe, a different feeling. You were in a different place. I mean, think about you before you had responsibilities. Back when you were eight and you could go outside and like play with a friend on your bike. Not too many kids have that upbringing anymore where you could just like go out on like a rainy day And I realize I grew up in Southern California and it wasn't that rainy all that often. But on those days that it was, oh man, put on your old jeans, a crappy t-shirt, your... Most kids had two pairs of sneakers, your nice ones and then your crappy one. Put on your crappy ones and go out puddling, purposefully riding through mud and water and sliding. The slipperiest concrete pound for pound is in a gas station, so when it gets wet you just slide like it's oil and it is it's it's typically there's been enough gas spilt there that when it rains it comes up to the surface and it makes it slicker and snot and that was awesome you would go out ride your bike get filthy i think that's why I'd, who knows i don't know of a lot of folks that in my own family that passed from covid I had a nephew that was about 30, and I know for a fact he never went puddling on a bike. But for the kids in my generation, we, I don't think anybody seriously had COVID. And I'm fully vaccinated now, and I'm thankful for that. Simply because I've had flu both with and without a vaccine. Without vaccine, three weeks, hospital a couple times, thought I was going to die. With vaccine, three days. Thought I was going to die. No hospital. And of course, didn't die. I'm here talking to you now. So, but I honestly think you can trace it back to the survival rate, back to who went puddling, who spent a lot more time in the mud and filthy and, you know, in their childhood. George Carlin once joked that uh, he used to swim in the East River. And he says, and if I can survive that, I'm not dying of cancer. And of course, he didn't die of cancer. I don't think he did. Okay, I don't remember what George Carlin died of, but I don't believe it's cancer, but you can't quote me on that because I'm not sure. But getting back to my childhood, I think the innocence of being able to go out and just waste a day. When's the last time as an adult you just wasted a day and did not a goddamn thing? Or at least you did it, but you... Didn't feel guilty. Guilt is the one thing that makes you an adult. So, when you start to get back into that childish innocence, that that cool place that is blunt, it's straightforward, simply because it doesn't know any better, and you're not trying to be rude, and you're not playing a personal game, which is kind of where I come from I toy with people on a regular basis it's an evil little game I play to amuse myself but when you talk to a kid for 5 minutes and I guarantee he's going to say something that most people would say is inappropriate or rude or you know and it's like you can't hold it against him he's just a kid so let's get back to that where you can say rude shit and not know any better so put it all together and we end up with Today's episode, Me, Pooh, and the Blustery Day, on today's Caffeinated Humor. I'm kind of like an edgier Winnie the Pooh. And who doesn't love Pooh? Pooh was the shit when I was little. Saturday night, dinner, bath, footy jammies, lay in front of the TV, watch Pooh get his big ass stuck in a hole. Awesome. Few things in life are that basic and innocent. And that whole phrase, innocence lost, is kind of a tough one for a lot of people to truly get or understand. Right up until someone asks you, when was the last time you watched Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day? And then you're like, oh, yeah, I get it now. Now having kids, great excuse to watch. When my kids were little, I got to rewatch everything. Pooh, Grinch, Mickey... Even Sesame Street. Sesame Street was a little creepy, but we won't go into that right now. But what do you do when your kids grow up? Now you got no excuse. And Winnie the Pooh is the epitome of the simple mind having a simple life. The Forrest Gump of the cartoon world. No brains, no headaches. In fact, he is so uncomplicated that he was used as an example of Asian Taoism. It Now, this is a huge subject, but in a very simple nutshell, it's living an uncomplicated natural life. I read the book called The Tao of Pooh 25 years ago, but the tagline for the book is incredible, and it stayed with me throughout the years. It's while Eeyore frets, and Piglet piglet hesitates, and Rabbit calculates, and Owl pontificates, Pooh just is. I try not to get too weepy, touchy-feely here. This is just a crude little podcast, after all. But this is one of those phrases that you can read a few times and come up with something different each time. I honestly miss those nights in front of the TV in my jammies. Walt Disney was the man back in the day. Sure, on the side he may have been a little bit of a anti-semit uh, anti-Semite. anti-Semite. But what started as a grainy black-and-white cartoon of Steamboat Willie has become the worldwide giant of Disney. Also known to its employees and other people connected to it as the mouse. The mouse is powerful. Do not anger the mouse. No more on this subject. A, I'm not looking to offend the mouse. And some of the mouse's minions, they're podcast fans. So we're all good here. Now I'm glad Disneyland moved away from their ticket books, if anybody still remembers those. And for the millennials that are listening and they're not crying or complaining about something, you used to pay your entry fee and you got a ticket book. You had to buy a certain level of ticket book. And different rides had different level of tickets, A through E. The Great Rides, E. You never had enough E tickets. That's where that thing, it's an E ticket attraction. And he always threw away a shitload of A-tickets because there was nothing that anybody ever wanted to ride that was an A-ticket. They never got used. I always figured they should make it like it is now, but include, you know, make it like a cruise and include the food. Speaking of cruises, Disney does cruises now, too. And if my kids were young enough, I would book it today. And I don't know what they would do on those cruises. I mean, the brand name is strong, and who doesn't love that? Knott's Berry Farm, that's who. And for those who live on different parts of the country, different parts of the world, Knott's Berry Farm is more of a country version of Disney. It's food, it's fun, it's more of, it definitely has like a farm theme to it. And it's nice. And it's just down the road from Disneyland. And now it's time for some coffee.